You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Dear Lord, today has been the worst day that I've experienced since Pearl Harbor. Our nation has been attacked by terrorists. They have taken control of four of our own From NBI Studios, this is Truth and Justice, a crowdsourced investigation in real time. I'm Bob Ruff. Dear Lord was listed in the Computer Forensic Analysis Report as a file of interest on the Courtney's computer. Earlier this week, I found the file located inside of a subfolder within the police case file. That file was titled, Dear Lord. And what it represents is the best, most thorough look into the victimology of Smitty and Agnes Courtney. It's a journal of sorts. The document is a 38-page prayer journal Inside, every time Agnes has thoughts or concerns that she feels she needs to take to God in prayer, she documented them in this file. The entries begin in May and continue on until the morning just before the murders. So for today's episode, my wife is going to be playing the part of Agnes in reading to you the first half of the Dear Lord document. Texas Ranger James Holland is a legendary interrogator. They call him the serial killer whisperer. You can't hide those indications, and that's why yesterday I knew that you did it. But now, shocking interrogation tapes reveal how the super cop really operates. And that's why they asked me to come in, because I'm special. From something else, The Marshall Project and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Smokescreen. Just say you're sorry. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dear Lord, Margaret, Deborah's redacted, wants her to go away from her home and spend time in some kind of redacted for the problem she has. I am terribly afraid. If this is what you want her to do, then make this happen in the right way so as not to disrupt Angela and Paul's life. I am afraid that if this keeps on, that Paul will get fed up as he has been through a lot and I wonder how much more he can take. I am sure all of this has affected Angela in some way. Maybe it doesn't show much now, but it will. Lord, there are still all these harsh redacted that Deborah is taking. It has to be affecting the redacted, 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 and other parts of the body. There is no way Deborah could drink enough fluids to offset this in a day's time. Bring into her life another form of healing, one that does not include all these redacted, redacted, and other manipulations. I know the power of your healing because I have experienced it, and so has my family. I believe that your Redacted is far greater than any on earth. Take Deborah, Paul, and Angela and surround them with your angels to protect them daily from the devil. Thank you for your blessings, Agnes. May 2001 Dear Lord, 
Before Sarah graduated, Brenda gave a wine and sandwich party, which we did not go to. It was too far to go and then turn around and go to the graduation. Deborah went to church, and it was also too much for her, too. Deborah, Paul, Angela, Smitty, and I went together to the graduation and stayed until Sarah's name was called. Brenda did not say one word to Deborah when she found us at the college. She then went to where she and James were sitting. Aaron and Penny had saved us seats as well as for Vanita, Jack, Susie, and Jeff. Brenda said she was told no seats could be saved, yet Aaron saved us seats. This hurt me greatly. When I called Brenda to say we would not be at her party, she yelled at me on the phone. She said, just go and take care of Paul, Deborah, and Angela. I tried to explain how hard it would be on everyone to go to both events. Sunday, Aaron had a party which Deborah, Angela, Smitty, and I went to. We did not stay long, and I am sure Brenda will be mad because we attended. When I called her, I told her now she knew how hurt I was when she and Sarah did not stay for me to get home on my birthday last year. They left the present on the porch in full view with a note. I had to call her and explain the accident on the highway. She acted like I was lying about it. I was just 30 minutes late, and yet they could not go to a neighbor's or sit on the deck until I got home. She said, oh, so this is what it's all about. I told her she probably felt the way I did, and I was not deliberately doing either episode. I think she tells Sarah she cannot come in the car this far to see us, yet she picks up her sister in Bedford, which isn't too much less in mileage. I feel I am losing both of my loved ones, and I am grieved over it. Help me, Lord, as I do not know where to turn at this time. I feel completely consumed by this burden. Your servant, Agnes. June 7, 2001. Dear Lord, I called and left two messages on Brenda's recorder about Deborah's birthday dinner Sunday. She hasn't bothered to call me at all. I don't know what to do. My heart is being ripped out of my body. I asked Smitty to call from the police department, but of course he evades not having any confrontations, even in the family. It always has falling on my back. He always wants to be the good guy. He is such a wimp. Lord, what do I do now? I need your help as soon as possible, as I do not want to lose my daughter and granddaughter. The devil is always around and wants to separate us in any way he can. Put your guardian angels around my loved ones and keep them safe. Your servant, Agnes. July 5th, 2001. Dear Lord, today I had lunch with Deborah and Angela. Deborah seems so weary after going to Margaret. I feel Margaret is touching on avenues she should let you handle. I am terribly afraid. Please help me and especially Deborah, Angela, and Paul. Give her joy in her health and daily life so Angela can enjoy good times with her as well as Paul. I am terribly afraid about Smitty too as his health has taken a nosedive and I don't know where to go but to you for help. I cannot reach Brenda as she is so wrapped up in her own world. Give the strength and know-how to deal with all of these problems. Where you go, I will follow. Thank you for your answers, although they may be no or wait a while. There is Josie and Vanita too. They need your help as their health is not good and they need your power to overcome what the devil is trying to control as well as Smitty. Help their health improve and for them to be a witness of this and your love. Agnes. July 19th, 2001. Dear Lord, Deborah went to Margaret today as she suggested since the insurance has not come through with the Dallas thing that she tried for Louisiana. She said she would fax the information to the insurance. I feel this is too drastic for Angela and Paul, as well as Smitty and I. I am totally exhausted and I get no support from Brenda in any form. Brenda made a statement to Deborah that James' family was close-knit. Well, she does not try to do her part to make ours the same way. If it does not go her way, then she does not call, come by, and etc. 
She has not given her dad a card on the last two birthdays, nor a gift for those or Father's Day. It makes me ill to think that we made sacrifices for her in many ways to help her get where she is. She seems to be jealous of Deborah because I have to spend so much time with her and doing for her mainly because of Angela. If she needed our help, we would be there for her too, as we have been in the past. Lord help me because I cannot help myself. I am being torn to shreds with this anguish over my daughters and granddaughters. If Deborah is to go to Dallas, hurry and make the way. I feel in Dallas, if something happened to Angela, it would be much easier to get Deborah home. In Louisiana, it would be a tragedy. I feel this far apart is too much for an eight-year-old child, much less her dad and us. I wonder if this is the Christian place, how we can control, get in touch, and etc. with Deborah there. She would be all alone without a relative near. In Dallas, if worse came to worse, maybe Brenda could go see her. Oh, Lord, help me. Your servant, Agnes. July 25th, 2001. Dear Lord, neither Brenda nor Sarah has bothered to call us or get in touch in any form. What do I do now? I called their home, left a message, and then called Brenda's office number. I don't know what else to do. I am being pulled so many directions that I cannot keep up with the needs of everyone. Brenda has a habit of if you don't do it her way, she ignores you and does devious things to hurt you. I love her, but sometimes I don't like her. I am torn in shreds that she and Deborah are not close as her dad and I will be gone in the coming years and what we'll either have, not each other, that is evident. I have had my sisters and brother all the time and yet Brenda separates herself from Deborah. Deborah is large and that possibly is a problem with Brenda. They could do things other than go out to eat. Lord, this is a real big problem and you will have to take it as I have no means or will to go much further. I have had sleepless nights, tears, and bad health over all of this. And then there is Smitty. He is absolutely devastated over it all. Deborah's illness is also an issue that Brenda does not want to deal with, acting like it is something you just get over with a snap of a finger. Help us all, Lord, as we cannot help ourselves, evidently. Love, Agnes. July 29th, 2001. Dear Lord, while we were at church, Brenda called and said they would not be able to come out and go to lunch as she was busy doing something she had to finish. I was really going to her area, but she never bothered to ask, just quoted. She was to have Sarah call, and yet Sarah has not called. It is as if she doesn't want Sarah to have contact with us, or Sarah does not want to have contact with us. I talked to Smitty, and he said just leave them alone, but I cannot do that. I have to find out what is happening. Deborah said she planned to go over there this coming week. Whether she does depends on her mood swings. Lord help me as I cannot stand to lose my children, one to hate and the other to bad health. Heal both of my children, Lord. If I have done anything to cause this, give me the wisdom and health to make it right. I cannot stand rejection and not knowing what I have done to cause this behavior. Take the devil out of this picture, as I believe you will and can. Your servant, Agnes. August 11, 2001. Dear Lord, Today Billy Ray was here. We went to the IHOP to eat while Smitty took Paul and Angela out to eat at IHOP on the opposite side of town. He blames Mexicans for his loss of jobs and he will not admit that his anger has caused him to lose jobs. I am truly worried about Angela as some of the children in the neighborhood are taking advantage of her and her generous nature. Some girl has taken her doll and not returned it to her. I am surprised that her family has not done what is right or maybe they don't know. Help Angela adjust to her mother being redacted in Dallas. I am not sure if Paul realized what this has done to Angela. He seems to be centered on himself. 
Every time I talk to him, it is something about himself and not that he loves Deborah and Angela and wants what is best for them. Lord, surround these loved ones with your angels and overpower the devil. Keep Deborah safe and get her redacted so she can come home and be a mother to Angela totally and a wife to Paul full time. I pray to you that she become totally redacted. I am quite sure Dr. Raj has redacted her and has taken her ability to function properly. I pray for her full recovery and know that with you all things are possible. Lord, there is Brenda and Sarah. Help me with this problem. They don't seem to really care how we are or Deborah, just their selfish selves and money. I am afraid of the future for Sarah, as all she knows is problems with her mother and dad. Brenda wants everything her way or she has no part of it. I will wait for her to call me and invite me over. I will not go otherwise. Smitty is weary and hurts, but he still works because I feel he will want to die when he retires. This really upsets me, as he has no plans for his retirement. Help, Lord, to make him totally well and happy. Thank you, Lord. Your servant, Agnes. August 16th, 2001. Dear Lord, as you know, Deborah is in the Redacted in Dallas. Paul says only he and Angela can see her, but I thought immediate family included the parents. Lord, help me as I am having horrifying thoughts of Deborah being there and we are here without knowing what they are doing to her. Possibly they have redacted her to the point she doesn't really care. Lord, you are the solution to this dilemma. Angela seems to be holding out because she has friends, play, school, her dad, and us to help her. I tried to help Paul emotionally with doing the laundry, cook special things for him, etc., but I see something in his eyes I don't like. Lord, I hope I am wrong and help me to accept what I cannot change and to change the things I can. Brenda has not called or come by, so I stopped calling or sending email. She stated to Lorraine that she didn't know Deborah was in the redacted, but Deborah went to see her. Deborah had to have told her she was going into the redacted. Brenda hasn't called or supported us in any form during this tragedy. For some time, possibly a year ago, I began to notice different things Brenda would say and do that made me believe she wished that we were not in her life. She started saying this and that about James's parents, how close-knit they were as a family. Yet she has never bonded with this family like I thought she would have by now. We have tried to help her and have. She does not accept us as her parents even now after 11 years. What do I do next as I am being torn into pieces with this withdrawal from us? Smitty says and does nothing even when I try to talk to him about things. Lord, you are all I have to support me during this crisis in my life. Without you, I would have nothing and nowhere to go for help. Bring total healing to Deborah so Angela will have a mom to look up to and support her in her growing up years. Deborah is the one to raise Angela and no other woman. With all this going on and Paul giving stuff away without waiting for Deborah to come home also upset me. It is not fair to do this to her when she cannot help herself or anyone else at this time. I am sure he would have a blasted fit if Deborah gave away his stuff and it is stacked everywhere in that spare room. Help me, Lord. Thank you for all the blessings you have bestowed on me this day and forgive me a sinner. Love, Agnes. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. August 18, 2001. Dear Lord, I am so afraid that something bad is happening to Deborah. Paul has been so evasive about giving me her redacted number at redacted. I called today and the only people that the patient said could visit can visit. Paul had stated only he and Angela could see her. I wonder if that was his idea or Deborah. I am having a terrible time with this. I am trying every way I know to help Paul and Angela. I want to see Deborah so badly as I know her better than anyone and I can tell if things are on the up and up. I feel Paul is not being totally honest with us. If for any reason he is responsible for her being in this shape, help to keep her safe, Lord, from his wrath. I have seen his anger and I know what he is capable of doing and has threatened to do. Leave Deborah, get a divorce, and take Angela. If I have to spend all the money I have, I will not let this happen to Deborah as she has suffered enough. I do not trust Margaret Sumay or Dr. Raj as I have seen what they have done to Deborah. There is Brenda Lord who doesn't call, offer support, or anything else. I have called and invited her to dinner, but she was too busy, so I have left her alone. Sarah only talks to me on the email. She seems afraid of her mother. She is caught in the fire as Brenda gave her a car and pulls the strings. She wants total control, and when she doesn't get it, then she ignores you. She wants to be the center of things, but it's okay to neglect others. Help me, Lord, as I don't know what to do about this. I am a sinner, Lord, who is seeking your help with these problems and for you to lift this burden from me so I can function properly. Thank you, Lord. Your servant, Agnes. August 23rd, 2001. Lord, Deborah has been at the Redacted in Dallas for over two weeks. She says I put her in the middle between she and Brenda. All I ask her to do is find out what is wrong with Brenda. I never intended to put her in the middle. I am damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. Brenda yelled at me on the phone to go and take care of Paul, Angela, and Deborah. I told her I would. Then she sent an email for me not to discuss our relationship with Sarah as I was causing her stress. I did not cause the stress Sarah has. It was caused by what is happening in that house and what she and Aaron have caused fighting back and forth for years. You and only you know what is happening. Lord, help me through all that I am going through right now as my heart hurts because the conflict that I have with my daughters. I love them, but sometimes I don't like them. The more I do for them, the less of a response I get from them. When I need them, they are not there for me. Deborah does all she is capable of doing, but Brenda has never been there for me during my surgery, my accidents, nor the deaths of my sister and brother. It really hurts as we were there when she was going through the traumas, separation from her family, divorce from Aaron, and from Jeff. Then we were wonderful parents, but now since James came into the picture, all she talks about is how wonderful his family is. If they ever did anything she didn't like or James either, that would change. She has to control, and when she loses it, you are out the window. She has not allowed Sarah to drive to our house. This, I think, is silly, as she drives on freeways everywhere else. I feel she is trying to separate us from Sarah, but I also blame Sarah. Even giving her a large sum of money for school did not change this. Later that same day. Dear Lord, I am so weary today. I have had a run-in with Brenda, and she cannot, for the like of herself, see or hear what I am saying. She is right, no matter what. This, I think, is one of the problems she has with Sarah. 
Sarah lost her job and now she will be totally dependent on her mother, which will cause more control. I am not the cause of Sarah's stress. It has been there for a long, long time. Brenda expects Sarah to be what she is and that is not what Sarah is made up of. Smitty does nothing to help me. I did get him committed to possibly having dinner with Brenda alone. This I will have to see as he never has supported or protected me against people in our entire married life. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me working as that offsets what is happening to me mentally. I love to work and take care of people. Forgive me of my sins and protect me against the devil that dwells all around me. Love, your servant, Agnes. August 24th, 2001. Dear Lord, I got a letter from Deborah asking me not to take on her sadness or anger. She has already dumped it on me and it has caused me great stress. She overspent and borrowed $700 from me and begged me not to tell Paul. She said she would pay me back out of her social security benefits. She said she would be getting them this month. Lord, I don't know what to do. Tell Paul or not tell Paul. He has been through so much, I don't think he can take much more, nor can I. Angela went to Plano with her uncle Steve to see Sherry, Steve's fiance, and her daughter Amy, and to spend the night, Friday and Saturday, with them. She seemed to be in good spirits. I went by and picked up the dirty clothes and was going to pick up extra things for Angela, who had already taken them. Paul was there resting a while, and then he was to call and see what else he had to do. Stop by Albertsons to get pull-ups just in case Angela had an accident. I picked up Angela and went to McDonald's to wait for Steve. Ate toast and had coffee, then went to Bikini Toyota to get oil and an oil filter put on my Toyota this morning. Then returned and visited with Mr. C before he left for work. While he was bathing, I took a quick nap and felt much better. Last night, I sent an email to Brenda stating that if Sarah questioned me, I would not lie to her. I also asked why she tapped into Sarah's email. Quote, what are you doing on Monday? Lord, I have sinned against Brenda and I have judged her greatly especially about her living with James without being married. This hurts me greatly, along with her not encouraging Sarah to visit by not allowing her to come on freeways, she says. Yet, Sarah goes to errands and that takes freeways too. I am so distraught right now. Please help me find the answer of what I am to do. Brenda, Sarah, and James are going to a party instead of the reunion at Lorraine and Delbert's house September 1st. Well, they have missed Smitty, Deborah, and my birthday. Father and Mother's Day... And yet every time we have a birthday, I have paid for all of us to go out. I have never missed one of their birthdays since we adopted Brenda. God help me as I am hurting so badly. Your servant, Agnes. August 26, 2001. Dear Lord, this is Sunday and I know I should be at peace, but I am not. I am so distressed over Deborah and Brenda. I cannot reach either of them and it is tearing me apart. I cannot sleep, nor do I have the energy for anything. I am trying so hard to keep things going at Deborah's home and ours. Brenda has not made one move to help emotionally, physically, or financially. It is as if she has separated herself from us altogether. Yet when she was in trouble or needed anything, we were there for her. What can I do? I feel at this time that Paul is trying to separate Angela from Deborah indirectly. Some of the things he says disturbs me greatly. I know he is exhausted with the burden of having Deborah gone and Angela. I am helping all I can and will do more if necessary. Yet, I go to the house and it looks messy. They are not picking up their clothes, putting out trash, nor washing the dishes daily. This is possibly what has caused Deborah's stress at times. If they did, then immediately nothing would be behind or out of place. I cannot keep this up too much longer as I am wearing out. Lord, help me cope with all of this that is going on. Surround my children with your angels so the devil cannot touch them. 
Thank you for your blessing and forgive me of my sins. Your servant, Agnes. September 1st, 2001. Dear Lord, today Billy Ray, Smitty, and I drove to Palestine for the family reunion at Lorraine and Delbert's house. Besides us, there was Francis and Dick, Josie, Phil, and Sally, Benita and Jack, and Susie, besides Lauren and Delbert. We had a fantastic time talking, eating, and playing games. Lorraine just could not keep still and finally asked Susie what happened between she and Jeff. Susie said very little and then excused herself and went to the bathroom. She returned and looked as if she had been crying. Billy Ray was a real nerd pulling his car seat too far back, hitting my knees, and I asked him to pull it up. He was sarcastic, saying, you always tell everyone how short your legs are. I told him I was always sitting down and I had a long torso. I rode on the opposite side, part of the way home. He did fish a little with Smitty, so that was good. We came home and called Deborah to see how she was doing, but they were not home. Everyone asked about her, and I told them that the doctor had redacted her, and that was part of her problem. I did not tell them any more, as they would not understand. If her sister Brenda doesn't understand, why would they, even if they are family also? Forgive me of my sins. Your servant, Agnes. September 3rd. 2001. Dear Lord, I feel so alone and depressed. I am afraid to call either of my children. They are so involved in their own lives and have not noticed that I need them to care about me. I have always been there for them when they had hard times, but when I am desperate, they are nowhere in sight or hearing distance. Today was Labor Day and they both know their dad works and also that he would be working today. I cleaned out pictures and ran across pictures of Irene, Joe, mother and dad. I cried because of my loss and wished that I were where they were at the moment. I wondered how my passing would affect each of my family, my children, grandchildren, and my husband. They say that death is bad, but at that very moment, life was a burden my shoulders were unable to carry. Brenda has made no move to contact us in any way. It is as if she has written us off like she has others in the past. Anytime things get rough, she is not there. Her dad's surgery, my brother's death, my injuries, and then Deborah's illness. She doesn't ask if we need help, nor does she call or send a card. Yet, when she gets sick, has a birthday, Valentine's, etc., I send cards, money, flowers, etc. What great damage have I done so that she cannot forgive me when I know that you have done so? She is always doing something for James's family and brags on them, etc., yet I wonder what she tells them of us. Does she tell them we gave her a family, support, and you name it when she was desperate and alone? I beg you, Father, to solve this problem, as I have made a great mess evidently, yet Smitty and Deborah have done nothing, and she treats them the same way. Sarah is not allowed to call us on her cell phone or drive to our home. It is as if Brenda does not want to share her with us, or that Sarah is afraid of her mother. Thank you, Father. Your servant, Agnes. September 5th, 2001. Dear Lord, I went to see Deborah at her home today. She has been asleep again, and the house was a mess, dirty dishes, dirty clothes, and etc. I washed dishes and put clothes into the wash. I then took her to lunch to Cracker Barrel. We came home, and she called around, trying to find another redacted and the county to get another insurance card. She seemed so sad and withdrawn. I got very little conversation out of her. She finally picked up Angela and sat on the couch watching TV while I put the laundry up and put another load of clothes in. She did have a conversation with Angela. She says she has an appointment with Margaret Sume, her redacted, tomorrow. I am so weary and unhappy about Deborah, and it has affected me greatly. I tried to draw Deborah into a conversation, but she said very little except about Angela. I finally excused myself and came home as Paul had come in. 
I told him I had made him pea salad for dinner. When I got home, I read an email from Sarah describing her room at college. She stated she had a picture up of James's parents, James and Brenda, she and James's niece. I was so angry as she did not put up any of her dad and of us. She did describe the refrigerator as being a really neat thing. She is so controlled by her mother. She said I would have to talk to her mother about pictures of her grandparents, meaning us, Vanita, and Jack. This is sick when she doesn't feel she can put our pictures up. I am sending her one of us. Sarah said she was sick and her mother was taking her to the doctor. She had strep throat and had antibiotics and painkillers. If she still has a pierced navel, the strep could be coming from there. God help her. Forgive me of my sins. Your servant, Agnes. September 7th, 2001. Dear Lord, I went to get an adjustment at Dr. Weldon Honeycutt's office in Joshua. The rest of the day I was so tired, either from the adjustment being tired or allergies. I did manage to clean part of the house and do the laundry and send a bouquet to Sarah who was sick with strep throat. I laid around a lot sorting pictures, watched TV, and took the new film, some already developed, to be printed at Winn-Dixie. I will pick it up Monday. Mailed some mail and went to Dillard's and purchased a new bra since most of mine are getting to look bad. I finished sending emails to different chorus members who had missed Tuesday's rehearsal. I then watched TV, took a bath, and went to bed shortly after Smitty came home from work. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Forgive me of my sins, your loving servant, Agnes. September 8th, 2001. Dear Lord, today is Saturday. Billy Ray came over and Smitty and I had breakfast with him at IHOP. Billy Ray mowed the yard and put fertilizer on it. I bought a plant for Jay Bates and a gift of moisturized socks for Norma, as they were both in Harris Hospital downtown. I visited Jay first and then Norma. They both talked my arm off. I came home and because I was so tired, I took a long nap, got up, ate a hamburger, and then began to practice my music for the November 3rd show. I talked to Angela earlier and asked her if she would go to church with us tomorrow, as it was Grandparents' Day. She said she'd ask her mom. Deborah got on the phone and said she didn't know. As usual, Sarah and her mom didn't call, as Brenda is very angry with us, especially me. Mainly, I will not let her control my actions, my money, or me. This upsets her, as she has control of James and Sarah. Smitty and I both have decided she will not control us. We are trying very hard to let God lead us to do what he wants us to do. It has been very difficult, as Brenda has not contacted us since Sarah's graduation. I tried to get them to come out to eat on Father's Day, Deborah's birthday, and one other time. I wonder if Brenda ever told James, Help give me the way and know how in dealing with Brenda without sacrificing my beliefs. Forgive me my sins. Your loving servant, Agnes. September 9th, 2001. Today, Deborah and Angela came and went to church with us. Smitty stayed and went to Sunday school, and the rest went to IHOP for breakfast. 
We then went to the house to visit. Then Deborah and Angela went home. Deborah seemed so weary and it scared me. I was hoping she didn't go to sleep going home. Angela was also scared. Smitty and I lounged around the house. He got soup as I wasn't feeling well. He worked in the den for a while and I sorted pictures. We watched TV and took baths and went to bed after I did some computer work, which included writing letters to Sarah and Annalise Smith from Bank One, who is also at North Texas State College. I also called Pauline. She seemed rather exhausted after getting things moved from the property she had sold. Sherry Smith, her granddaughter, and her boyfriend have been moving stuff for her. I am so tired today, both mentally and physically. I guess all the traveling caught up with me. Your loving servant, Agnes. September 10th, 2001. Dear Lord, we ate hot sweet rolls. I went to the grocery store to get film that had been developed, and groceries. I came home and fixed a box to mail to Sarah. Smitty had had a nap on the recliner. He bathed and I made a quiche for his dinner at work. It did not get done before he had to leave for work, so he took pizza and a salad. I got the mail out of the box, which included a check from Medicare, a Dr. Chachaki eye doctor, and some junk mail. I called Vanita, and she told me that Susie had gone to North Texas College the Sunday after Labor Day and visited with Sarah. She said Sarah was complaining she only had $7 left and no gas in her car. Susie looked in the refrigerator and told her she had food and was just a short walk from the store and that she was in good shape. Sarah told Susie that Brenda gave her $75 a week allowance. Vanita said her redacted was not going to be as drastic as the doctor first thought and that it would happen next Tuesday at redacted. Vanita said that with email and Sarah being away from home, maybe we will become closer without Brenda telling her everything to do. I was still so tired, so I took a nap on the bed. I got up around 3 o'clock, started cooking a roast for Deborah's welcome home dinner Tuesday. I waxed the furniture and cleaned the bathrooms and watched TV. Lord help me as I feel I am losing the battle of survival at times. I want to be a good wife to Smitty and a good mother to the girls, but I do not get the response from them that I expected. I was so close to my mother. It really hurts as I cannot talk to them like I would like to. I feel shut out. I have asked Smitty to take time off so we can visit Brenda without James being around and Sarah at college as well. He never committed himself, but I will keep after him. He never wants to get himself involved in anything, especially anything that would defend me. Your loving servant, Agnes. The last entry that we're going to share today captures Agnes's thoughts and emotions on a day that we all remember. September 11th, 2001. Dear Lord, today has been the worst day that I have experienced since Pearl Harbor. Our nation has been attacked by terrorists. They have taken control of four of our own planes, destroyed the Trade Center Towers, and Pentagon. There have been thousands of people killed or hurt. They have tried to destroy our faith in God and our trust in our government. Thousands have prayed and prayed to find these vicious men and destroy the one who did not die in the plane crashes in New York and in Pennsylvania. Lord, help us find a way to preserve our freedom and our faith in God. We must not become a militant country, as this country was raised by Christian beliefs. If this is destroyed, we will be like the enemy. What kind of world did this enemy grow up in to want to destroy and destroy? Even many of their own people want to destroy them, as they do not believe in killing. Did greed and power desires cause this to happen? How can men follow anyone that wants them to sacrifice their lives for this cause and not your cause? Bring this man who started this to justice. May our nation and our allies be able to join together to destroy this entire group. God help us to destroy anyone who has harbored this group or supported them. I ask all this in your name, your loving servant, Agnes. 
Next week, we'll continue our look inside the mind and heart of Agnes Courtney. From the day after the 9-11 terror attacks to her very last entry. On the morning before, she was brutally murdered. Truth and Justice is an NBI Studios production and is distributed by Wondery. Produced and edited by Mike Bussing and sound engineered by Shane Yoder. All music for the show is created, composed, and scored by PutThemInASong.com, who also mixed and mastered this episode. All of our font across all of our logos and banners were created by Tate Krupa of Red Swan Graphic Design. You can find more of Tate's work on Etsy. Thank you to Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com for designing, creating, managing, and maintaining our website, TruthAndJusticePod.com, where you can view all photos and documents discussed in every episode. Thank you to our transcription team, Pamela Westby, Kathy McElhaney, Charlena White, Kaywood Yomnick, Ginger Fiola, Edith Swanneck, Lindsay Pease, and Jen Reese in Candela. And as always, thank you to all of you for all of your engagement and support. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, you can do so in a number of ways. To financially support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. On the Patreon page, you can pledge as little as $3 a month, and we also have reward levels. For just $5 a month, you get access to ad-free versions of all of our episodes and behind-the-scenes videos of the creation of our Friday follow-up episodes that always include 10 to 30 minutes of pre-show bonus chat. Other reward levels include t-shirts, hats, and even the opportunity to co-host one of our Friday follow-up episodes. To become a patron, just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You can also help us out by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and review. And lastly, you can always support us by supporting the companies that sponsor this program. If you have a new case that you'd like us to consider for future seasons, you can submit your cases on our website, truthandjusticepod.com. Just click on the case submission button and fill out the form. And the most important thing that you can do is to engage in our investigations. You can keep in touch with us through our email at theories at truthandjusticepod.com. You can like our Facebook page or join in on the conversation on the Truth and Justice Podcast fans page. For all of you tweeters, you can connect with us on Twitter at TruthJusticePod. And I personally can be found on social media at Bob Ruff Truth, and Mike can be found at Merb Gaming. M-U-R-R-B-G-A-M-I-N-G. Don't forget that we always have our 24-7 voicemail line open for questions, comments, or tips on our cases. That phone number is 269-224-2833. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice. Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.